0: Hey and welcome. Please enjoy the following interview. Thanks again and enjoy. movie American refugee. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Still- can hear you Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Um, you guys. I think you did a, an amazing job. And uh, so for you, I had some questions about how uh, your character kind of deals with the whole situation. If you can talk a little bit about what inspired you on how you decided to play that.
1: Sure. Well, as you know, the, um, the family has to go to a neighbor's bunker because everything's collapsing around them. And when they go to this bunker, um, they find out that uh, they went white, right into probably the worst situation they could get in, but also in the best situation because they're protected from the outside, but there's danger inside. And mm-hmm. so they bring their problems with them. And right now, Helen is going through some transitional problems In her marriage, and then also she's um, a new mother again. She's got three children, and she's got Mm -hmm. an autistic child. This is not the best situation to put into a um, into a room with no windows and very Mm -hmm. little air. So, uh, I think that, you know, also that she's the fact that she's a doctor. um, She's trying to use all her intelligence and her cerebral and her smarts to keep them safe, but uh, she's also brought. The, the, the weight of the world on her because she's having um, issues with her, her marriage. And so I okay. decided to play that as honestly as I could. You know, you, you're trying to be a mother, you're trying to be all these other things, but you're also vulnerable, you're also angry, and you're also um, frustrated. And this is the worst time for this to happen. And I think all you can do is sort of let it speak for itself.
0: Okay, okay. And um, what about uh, the role itself? What, how did you get involved with it?
1: I got a call from Ali Leroy who was actually a friend of mine and he told me about the part and um, the script and um, his intentions on it. I like that he purposely said, purposefully said that he um, got involved and he wanted a dark skinned family Mm -hmm. and um, he certainly got one because Derek Luke um, is one of the prettiest people in Hollywood and he is. And I am dark skinned and have been there a long time. And I think that the Zamani, so beautifully dark and also bodacious. She's not a small uh, young woman. She's Mm. she's very full and I like that. We don't see them being the damsel in distress or being the ingenue, but she's our ingenue.
2: Mm. And I
1: also loved um, Peyton and our baby Titan. Titan, we gotta give Titan, you know, Derek and Titan fell in love because Titan, the, the one who played the baby, is a man's child and he really loved Derek. So I love seeing that all in there. Um, uh, so it, it was a wonderful thing to be asked to be a part of, certainly a wonderful thing to um, work with Derek Luke, who I've admired for years and seen grown up in movies. And so it, that's a win win.
0: Nice, nice. And uh, for you, Derek, I, I know you, you worked with Blumhouse before with uh, The Purge. And mm-hmm. so how did you get involved uh, with this, this movie?
2: Um, sort of the traditional, uh, um, announcement, uh, you're, uh, my agent, uh, my manager, they sent, they sent it to me. It, the only challenge was that I, I was working on something and then <laughs> they was like, well, they're asking you to read for it. And I was like, oh no, not right now. I got eight pages tomorrow and I just got them. And so, uh, Uh, my wife read the lines the opposite lines with me over zoom Mm -hmm. and shout out to my girl um, because yeah so that was how I came to be a part of the project was that your question
0: yes yes okay Um, and and also like what you know what else drew you to the role
2: um you know the more and more I get a chance to be around, I, I, I said on a previous interview, but a different way that part of my career, um, I've allowed people to be in the driver's seat, opposed to me driving. And um, <clears throat> what was interesting was from day one of my introduction, I, I purposed to, or I desired to go for uh, materials that were vehicles. And I think there is no education of showbiz business like the one you learn and your instinct. And for so long, I have suppressed my instinct. And I was looking for vehicles. And I hear around other compadres in the industry, uh, uh, black and white, but more the white guys, they talk about vehicles. And so even though I've done this, For a few years I'm like I'm looking for vehicles and I'm looking for a good story the culture and to be honest like um, I will say this a lot but I didn't know how gifted Mrs. Erica was and opinionated this woman is Mm -hmm. and how funny she is and how dramatic she is and so um, you know I'm excited because of the new ventures of getting to be a part of what people will see very shortly, in nine days. I'm a nice. prophet.
0: <laughs> nice, I love that, I love it. Um, yeah, and as I was telling Erica, you both are fantastic in this movie.
2: Fantastic, um, that's it?
0: What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll take it, Derek, don't be greedy. <laughs>
0: um, One of the things that I really like is especially now, like after quarantine and a lot of the things that we're seeing going on, um, (laughs) even still now, uh, you're seeing the possibility of something like this happening. And we've already kind of seen it. I mean, a lot of businesses went out, um, a lot of people lost jobs, homes, all Mm. of that from COVID. So I wanted to know, from your perspective, what can this movie um, show people? Because I, I thought the ending also was very interesting and and not what I expected, but I don't want to give that away.
1: So, mm. Go ahead, Derek. Um. <laughs> what can this movie show people? And 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 let's talk about because on set we talked a lot about the state of the world and the politics around the collapse mm-hmm. of things.
2: Yeah, I I, I know uh, for me um when I when I go back to my neighborhood, I think one of the may not be the same as what you're sharing, but one of the not disheartening things is that I realize a lot of men from my neighborhood have never left the foil four mile radius. Mm-hmm. And I think where we are as a world, a nation from shootings that now, Uh, you know, I I think there's a conversation that's being had with people you usually never have them with. And just maybe a small frame of of our um, production gives people an opportunity to talk or have a conversation. And, um, you know, that's what I'm excited, because I didn't grow up personally talking to a lot of uh, you know, white uh, men, but I, I obviously had more of those conversations as I got older and went into this business. So it may not be exactly what you're, what you're asking, but I'm just sharing a vantage point of what stood out for me. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I think we're in paradigm Nancy. One, yeah. two men, two men enter, one man leave. It's not just with the COVID thing where people make a decision of Darwinism. Some people think it's personal. I think it's something that propagates um, communities and civilizations forward. Um, we, we have, we're We're having fights and conversations about um, authority, um, authority, authoritism and people who are coming in like strongmen. but people, strong men show up when civilizations are at their weakest, when they can't decide when they decide to be polarized. And as long as they, as we act polarized and we distinguish ourselves as enemies toward each other, we can't come together when there's t- a necessary time to come together, like the time we're in a plague. We are in a plague and we will be in this plague unless we act and stop and uh, stop it. So it's the worst time because we're all polarized. We're talking about things about health and, and whether people be human, immunized, but we're really talking also about um, political power, and the lack of power because people feel threatened by a new minority majority. And that is mm-hmm. where that. at. And I think that in that space, civilizations have collapsed before and it could happen again. And I don't have a bunker. So there you go.
2: Mm.
0: Okay, thank you. And I just wanted to say you guys are killing it. I mean, I, I love seeing you guys in movies and stuff like that. And you guys are doing so great. Not Mm -hmm. just this movie, but your whole careers.